Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. I was just like, okay, fuck it. You know, you just don't have the energy for this anymore, Layla. Come on, it's time to throw in the towel. He wants me back in California, like on the double. And when Mr. Big wants something, he usually gets it. But I'm pretty stubborn. We'll see. I got super horny and had to start humping strange things, which I talk about in the private podcast. I literally don't know if I could admit <laughs> to what I humped. <laughs> while on vacation. I am not sure which way to go on this one because, you know, naturally I'm thinking you're soliciting me for sex and you want to pay me for that. Never have I ever said, oh, I won't screw a guy or date a guy that's uncut. No, I think it's fabulous. I'm happy that I finally came across a guy that's uncut. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Well, happy end of summer, everybody. I know summer's winding down. I gotta tell you, I'm not a fan. I'm not happy about it. I think I've gone through a little end of summer crisis. I could cry real tears in my pillow. I just, I was always that kid that just, (laughs) I hate vacations ending. I hate summer ending. I love things like summer and taking, you know, long vacations where you just feel free, you know, your spirit feels free, you're, you're having fun. I mean, that's the whole point of a vacation, right? You know, you're free of responsibility, all that. Well, let me just tell you, I take my vacationing and my summer breaks and all that stuff very, very seriously. So I think I've done it justice this year. And so as with normal for me. I'm not happy to see it end because I love the footloose and fancy free times and being free of responsibilities. But I will say this, guys, I am back at it. I'm back in the recording studio. I'm refreshed. I was a little burnt out there for a bit. I think you guys heard it. You heard it in my podcast and I've turned the corner. I'm no longer threatening to shut down the show at the end of the year. Those were thoughts going through my head. I was just like, okay, fuck it. You know, you just don't have the energy for this anymore, Layla. Come on. It's time to throw in the towel. Well, I'm happy to say that I'm back. I feel like I have more fight and vigor than ever. And this has been a really funny summer. My vacations have been amazing and profound. I spent some time with HK, a lot of time with HK, and he's going to be coming back here shortly, next week or two. And then Mr. Big, dun, 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 dun. 
Let's see. What am I going to say about that? I don't want to delve into that too much, you guys, but I'll leave you with a cliffhanger. We're in serious negotiations. <laughs> he wants me back in California, like on the double. And when Mr. Big wants something, he usually gets it. But I'm pretty stubborn. We'll see. You know, my trip back to California was amazing. And just visiting friends and family, I still am a little sad about what's going on in the state. Overall, it's not the same as I grew up in. Just things have changed. And I guess that's normal. But I think, you know, we've got California I love as much as I love it. And I do. It's got some issues. And hopefully government there can pull it together and figure it out. But anyway, enough of that. You guys know I don't get political on the show and I'm not about to start now, but it was really great to see everybody, my family, my friends. I saw Mary Ann and Ginger. If you guys remember those two of my friends back, I think in year two that did a podcast with me. I had my travel mic with me, but we didn't get it. We just did not have enough time. It was a whirlwind trip. I crammed in more than was humanly possible and um, got super horny and had to start humping strange things, which I talk about in the private podcast. I literally don't know if I could admit <laughs> to what I humped <laughs> while on vacation. Oh, God. Oh, well, you know, desperate times. I mean, you know, when you're horny, you're horny. You got to relieve yourself. Anyway, if you want to hear about that, you can check it out on the private podcast. But Anyway, it was a spicy summer and uh, there's some cliffhangers there and some to be continued. And I just, I'm curious. I can't wait to see how it all unfolds and what happens. But because of my, you know, recent summer break, I really took some time off and I did minimal work on the podcast. I had episodes recorded ahead of time, all that good stuff. And so I was able to take time off, which I did desperately need. And I did get a little behind on emails and voicemails, you guys. So that's what I'm going to do on this episode. Let's get into some of your emails and voicemails. And everybody that listens, I just want to thank you guys so much. I just feel like I have the best fucking listeners ever. Better than anyone. Like my listeners are the bomb. So I'm happy to answer some of these personally. Plus, it helps me since I'm. I'm so deep in digging my way out of voicemails and emails, which I love. Do not stop sending them. This is not a complaint. This is a good problem to have. As a podcaster that has a show that's seven years old, it, I damn well should be buried in, you know, voicemails and emails. And I absolutely love the feedback you guys give me. And I love getting to know you guys. So let's jump in. Let's start with some emails. I'll just read them out real fast and answer them. Okay. This is from D. You guys know I'd like to protect everybody's privacy. He says, do you ever spot a scene with a fan happy to pay a huge fee for your time and get tested? Okay, D. I am not sure which way to go on this one because, you know, naturally I'm thinking you're soliciting me for sex and you want to pay me for that. Um, and, and spot a scene with a fan. Does that mean like we record it? I'm not sure what spot a scene. Maybe I don't know the lingo or I could be completely wrong. And maybe I need to get my mind out of the gutter here. And I'm thinking it could just be, you want to meet me for lunch, pay me for my time. And you're happy to get a COVID test before we do that. <laughs> 
you know, because both of those, you know, in this day and age, right, those are both reasonable responses to this. A little bit of a vague message, D. Okay. Let me say, I've never actually met with somebody like a fan offline, basically just met up with someone. Um, not that I wouldn't ever do it. I probably will at some point, but you wouldn't have to pay me a huge fee for my time. You wouldn't have to pay me anything for my time. My time, you know, if I choose to give it to somebody, it's just because I choose to give it. That's how I roll. But if you're referencing sort of sexual dynamic involved there with paying me for some sort of exchange there of sex for money or anything like that, I have nothing against it. I know women do this or sex workers and there's a need for that, but I just, that's not what I do. So, um, I don't do OnlyFans material and I don't, I'm not trying to source people to create content with or anything like that. So that would be a no, if that's what you're asking me, D. I'm not going to use your first and last name, obviously, <laughs> but I'm going to shout it out. Thank you for your email. And I appreciate you listening to the show. I love that you do. And I guess if I ever change my mind on any of this stuff. And maybe I do an OnlyFans, you know, which would be very odd. Like I'm saying there's like a 0% chance of that, like, or 0.002%. How about that? Because nothing's like a hundred percent no, but, uh, yeah, it's pretty much almost a hundred percent no for me on that. Trying to create any kind of porn content or anything like that. I do do kind of uh, some spicy stuff on my private podcast. And if you want to check it out, you can. But I don't create content with people that pay me or that I pay. Hope that answers your question. All right. This next one is from R. He says, would love to be your penis test partner. What do you think? Oh, R. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about Pompoir. Well, I haven't started that yet. I know I was going to do that, but I really just over the summer, I took, you know, about a month just kind of like completely detach a little bit from all of this and reflect and kind of regroup and get my head screwed on straight. And I have not started the Pompoir, but I think that I've got a pompoir partner, practice partner. I think I've got a couple of those already. I think, you know, Golden Retriever and Nico would probably be <laughs> my first choice for that. <laughs> and I think I'll be practicing some uh, pompoir with uh, Golden Retriever here in a couple days. And <laughs> that's going to be very fun. But uh, I will keep you posted. How about that? You know, um, and I appreciate you offering. Thank you. If I need a test cock. <laughs> I know who to reach out to. Thank you, R. Okay, so this next email is from MK. And she says, Hi, Layla London. I stumbled across you on Dr. Lori's podcast and have had your webpage open for some time, waiting to get the opportunity to explore your sex life. Loving the sex bucket list. I'm currently working on it through your guidance. I would love to share it with you once it's done. I've been reading through some of your blogs and they read so well. Sounds amazing. And I envy you in a good way as I want it to. I'm married, so there's a lot of hoops for me to jump through to get a good outcome, not just for me, but for my husband. Look forward to hearing from you. Stay safe. Kindest regards. Oh, thank you so much, MK. Okay. Well, I'm glad you found me 
And Dr. Lori is awesome. Shout out to Dr. Lori. And I appreciate her for having me on her show. I'm glad you're doing the sex bucket list. I don't talk about that as much as I should. People, I forget to mention it. You guys, if you don't know this, I have a sex bucket list tutorial. It's completely free on my website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com. If you go there, you can click on that. It'll take you about 45 minutes, an hour. It's not super fancy. It just helps you get your creative juices flowing. If you have no idea how to start a sex bucket list, or you need a little motivation or inspiration or, and, and then ideas on how to use it, whether you're single or in a couple, I'm just, that's what the tutorial is all about. By the end of it, you'll have three to five things, probably more, but I, I'm not trying to overwhelm you. I say, you know, let's create about three to five solid sex bucket list items that you can go out and attack. And then I kind of talk about, you know, how once you made that list, how to get that accomplished. So yes, definitely MK, please share your list with me, share how that goes. I would love to know. I'm glad you're reading the blog. That was a very fun time. That was probably year two. A lot of people don't know about the blog either. When I started all this seven years ago, I was really inspired. My inspiration was Girl on the Net. She's an amazing, amazing blogger, sex blogger. I think, the, uh, hands down, I think just the best in the world, honestly. Not going to lie. You guys check her out, Girl on the Net. And she did a similar self-discovery. And she really motivated me at the time. And I thought, I'm going to be, <laughs> because she wrote so well, I thought, myself, who's who wasn't an English major, I'm going to be a blogger and I'm going to write these amazing sex stories. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to have these experiences and then I'm going to, I'm going to share them through my writing and my, my literal mastery. <laughs> no, it didn't go that way. It was painful. It was hard to do. And hats off to like people who have the gift of writing and literature and you know they have it in their in their spirit in their bones it's a not so appreciated art anymore but you guys know I'm a you know I am a fan of the English language as you know I'm like the what do we like to call it the punctuation police and you know I get turned off when people send me improperly phrased sentences when they reach out and all that good stuff. You guys have heard me get snarky about it on this show before. But yes, anyway, I hope that you, MK, start your own journey, that you're motivated. Like I had no clue what I was doing. I was ignorance on fire when I started all of this. So you definitely can do it too. And the fact that you're married, you know, I get that there, I don't know what your situation is, but this could be something that you use with your partner and you get motivated or it helps you bring up subjects that you are uncomfortable talking about. And, you know, you can kind of maybe you both do a bucket list and you share it and you kind of get to see where the other person's motivations are or, or little turn ons and things you didn't even know about. So anyway, I hope you stay in touch. I would love an update. Thank you so much, MK, for finding me and listening to the show. Okay, next email. We'll call him TV. Okay, he says, I just listened to the great debate, cut versus uncut, and it would be interesting to hear from someone in the US 
as a man that wasn't cut until adulthood. Because I know as an uncircumcised man right now, I'm growing up in America, I felt very insecure about having foreskin because everyone knew I was uncut. And I would hear girls talk about having guys having foreskin, and even some girls say they would never touch a man with a foreskin. I do not want to get circumcised, though. I'd be willing to come on and talk about it once I do get cut. Oh, you said, I'm sorry. I do. You said you do want to get circumcised. Okay. 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 TV. This is why I actually, why I wanted to read this email. I do not think you should get cut. I think you should talk to some guys that are uncircumcised about their sensitivity. If you listen to the show, you know that Nico is not circumcised. And let me just tell you, he has a gorgeous cock. I mean, I am in love with his cock. It's my cock, not his, but it's now mine, right? And it's, I just think it's something that, you know, a lot of women, it's weird. I I get that there's a lot of women in the U.S. that may not be as familiar with it. And I wasn't either. I mean, I very seldom had, had I come across men that were uncut. But here's the thing. It's rare. And so that is your strength. You can try to blend in with everybody else and maybe lose some sensitivity because, you know, the tips on uncut cocks tend to be very sensitive as I've come to understand, which is very fun for someone like me who likes to tease that area and make somebody suffer (laughs) because they're so sensitive. That's fun stuff for me. I've talked to Nico about it, and he actually told me one time, too, there was a a woman he was talking to, and she said that she wasn't interested in him because he was uncut. And I'm just telling you, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know how this makes it. I don't know why or how this would make a difference to a woman one way or the other. It All those weird little myths and things that, you know, you heard about why men get circumcised, it's really not that true. I mean, if you're talking about cleanliness and cleaning... Like, I don't know anybody that probably showers more than Nico. You know? <laughs> He's like a fanatic, but there's no smell. It's not weird. It's, I mean, his cock is sexy as fuck. I keep saying his cock. It's my cock. My cock is sexy as fuck. I'm proud to have an uncut cock. How about that? <laughs> so I just don't think you should do it, TV. I would say do not. I'm going to veto this. My judgment is no, I'm bringing it down the gavel on this. You don't need to alter your, get rid of your foreskin. I think that you just need to find the right women because a lot of us don't mind. And in fact, because it's novel to us, that makes you a rarity and something that's we're curious about and we want to investigate. And I don't think you should get rid of that that's leverage, you know, that sets you apart. So I would stick with it. And if you're, you had girls that, you know, talked about it, well, they're just not the right girls for you, but there's plenty of us that don't mind at all. I am one of those. And I think just a good looking, gorgeous cock is a good looking, gorgeous cock. And I don't mind foreskin or not. It's about the overall aesthetic. I've talked about what I like. I like symmetry. So I like the a nice penis to shaft ratio. I've talked about my dick type and never have I ever said, oh, I won't screw a guy or date a guy that's 
uncut. No, I think it's fabulous. I'm happy that I finally came across a guy that's uncut. And I it was interesting when I did that episode, I had no idea. I really, when I looked into it, I had no idea that this was really kind of a U.S. thing and that not as many men were cut in other parts of the world. Just didn't know. Call me ignorant. Didn't know. Didn't know how many men in the U.K. weren't cut. I'm like, I need to get myself over to the U.K. Jesus. There's like a plethora of these gorgeous uncut cocks that I could delve into and I wouldn't mind doing it. Not one bit. All right. So TV, I'm voting. I'm going to veto this idea about getting circumcised as an adult. It is your prerogative. If you feel that it'll make you happier, go for it. However, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. And I'll wish you the best. Uh, Keep me posted though. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Here is the next email. This is from BM. Okay. My God, I heard you on other podcasts and for some reason I can't find the link to your podcast. Thank God I did. I listen to your episodes while I'm laying outside sunbathing and have to stop myself from being too turned on out in the open. I keep trying to skip to all the episodes with Cowboy N because damn, listening to the two of you banter is so incredibly sexy. Thank you so much for utilizing your vulnerability and sharing your journey. It's so insightful and fun living vicariously through your experiences. I loved it so much. I just subscribed to the private podcast. Yay, BM. Thank you so much. Thank you for subscribing to the private podcast. I freaking love that. All of my private podcast subscribers are just, I feel like it's just the coolest group of people. Thank you. I'm so glad that you're you know, supporting the private podcast, which helps support this public podcast. And I appreciate that. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I'm glad that, you know, I love the fact that these episodes turn you on, that they get you excited. And I'm glad that you listen and you want to masturbate or you want to touch yourself or it's just hard to kind of keep your mind straight. That's exactly what I set out to do. I want to motivate people. I want to inspire people. I want to get their wheels turning, get them thinking on how they can just, I guess, prioritize their sex life just a little bit more. You know, you don't have to go crazy like me. You can just listen to me and follow along. But I hope that some of this rubs off. And yes, I know those Cowboy N episodes were very spicy and the banter is incredible between him and I, and the chemistry is incredible between him and I. It just, you know, he's probably one of the most unique and interesting men I have ever met in my entire life. And it's weird because some people love him or hate him, but sometimes I want to strangle that man, but I'm in the love him camp, you know, like I can't ever hate him. I could try, but it's it's like it's a split second. It just goes in and out and then, you know, then I'm then I'm ready to just fuck his brains out because he is very sexy and uh I love that you can pick up on that in listening. You can hear it the 
just how layered with the undertones and the undercurrent of our desire for each other. I'm glad that that comes across because I just, you know, I feel like it's so, it was so fucking obvious when we were together. It was, it was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I, that, that amount of chemistry just, you just don't have with any old person. It was really an anomaly and I never would have met him if I wouldn't have taken this journey and put myself out there. And so, yeah. Thank you so much, BM, for being a listener and also supporting the private podcast. Love you. Okay, next one. This is, I'll just call this person S because they gave themselves a name that's not, it's like a nickname, like me. She says, hi, Layla, I have an idea for a podcast. I'm having a similar experience as you have had. I'm at the very beginning of my road trip. My idea for the podcast is discussing what it's like to have this lifestyle with a physical disability. I have MS. I walk with a cane and have horrible balance. I divorced my husband this past September after 21 years. The stress of a divorce really pushed my MS hard. After having it for 23 years, it had gotten worse with stress. I moved out to start new. I was worried when I moved out on my own, how I would meet guys. I didn't drink. I don't drink. And unfortunately I don't go out much. I truly thought that I would have to pay somebody to have sex with me. That's not a lie. I knew of Tinder mostly because of shameless, but none of the other dating apps a good friend that I dated in college recommended Bumble and Field. I am not a one-night stand kind of girl. I never have been, but I knew I didn't want to get married again. And I really didn't want a boyfriend. And Field was the winner. That was October 4th. I'm a naughty 5'9", 150-pound girl with nice boobs, and I have met and hooked up with seven guys. Some now repeats. I am so impressed with how much fun guys can be, especially when relationships are not part of the picture. They've helped me discover my kinks, mostly in evolution, coming from a vanilla relationship. I discovered your podcast about three months ago and started listening from the very beginning this past week. There's much, much more, obviously, but I thought you might be interested. Thanks for your time. M. 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 Okay. Thank you so much for writing in. Oh my gosh, where where do I start? Okay, you know, you should do a podcast and discuss life with a physical disability. Or maybe I'm going to reach out to you, Em, and say, hey, be the next Curious Girl. We've got Lily starting, I guess, later on this month, I think I'll start. That's show, she's going to crank up the Curious Girl LA. I think this is an important subject. It's a niche subject, right? Because most people aren't going to, when they talk about, there's podcasts about disabilities, but I don't think there's a lot out there about people, how their disabilities affect their sex lives. And just strictly focusing on that, you know, that kind of being the primary dominant subject matter. There is a show that I know of, and I don't know if it's still going, but I remember it from years ago. Uh, Shoot, and I can't remember the name, but anyway, I would encourage you if you have it in you, if you're motivated to, to do it, you know, I mean, really, this is an important subject. People have all kinds of things that get in the way and prevent them. And obviously, if you can speak to this, and especially, you know, something like MS, and if you can help people that are struggling with this too, you would be a great candidate. And I understand what you're saying too, about just 
wanting to go out and kind of sow your wild oats. And I am all for it. I think everybody has to have that time where they just let loose and go for it because you're going to really learn a lot about yourself. It's it, it, it's a self-discovery. It's not just about the sex and the orgasms, although that's a byproduct. But all the fun stuff you get to do is, it's incredible. And I think what ends up happening is because you know yourself better and you're also stronger with your in your sex life and sexuality because you've given yourself the time and space to work on that, the next partner you have when you do feel like partnering up with someone will be incredible because you just know yourself that much better and you're not going to, you'll know what you like and you're going to make sure that you get it. And there's nothing wrong with like, you know, I'm glad you say that field was the winner. I think field was the winner is the winner too. It's a great app. I love it. It's an excellent, it's an excellent app. And I've met some really great people. And here's the thing, you know, you can use these apps any way you want. You can be very clear and specific in your profile that you don't want any, you're not looking for anything deep (laughs) or that you are, you know, and I love that these apps allow you to just kind of really talk about how you're wired. Yes, I need a connection in order to want to have penis to vagina connection or contact or no, I don't, I don't need that. I just, I'm looking for, you know, the purely physical aspects of it and getting kinky and how wild can we go and, and let's just have fun. You know, so there's, there's a wide range of how you can use them and you could be looking for your long-term partner or a long-term relationship, or you could be looking for polyamory, hot wifing, cuckolding, sex clubs, BDSM, any kind of fetish and kink. I mean, it's out there and you absolutely should have it. So M, I encourage you to think about doing a podcast. I think it might be very helpful and it's a great niche and you're going to be helping a lot of people and also turning on a lot of people. So go for it. Good on you, girl. And I'd love an update. Okay. Let's get into some voicemails, guys. I love the voicemails. You know, I'm a big fan. I'm a fan. I'm always encouraging you guys to leave me voicemails. It's so much fun. A lot of people, you know, I now have friendships with, we banter back and forth and I follow along with your stories. I know, you know, about your heartbreaks, you know, about mine. It's fun because when I'm talking to somebody one-on-one, I just can reveal things that are a little more personal, you know, and I can kind of go there and I'm totally open to that. And I love it. And I just love I love the back and forth. And I also really love getting to know about your life and kind of how I fit into just a small little portion of it, you know, and what's going on in your sex life and what's on your mind. And we talk about the funniest things. It's not always sex guys, especially the people that, you know, that I've been going back and forth with for a long time. It's very, very fun. We'll talk about crazy topics, all kinds of stuff. I'll definitely get off in the weeds about stuff that I normally don't mention on the show But like I said, it's just, it's, you never know how these friendships go and how they develop and where they go. And it's just very fun to be able to have that kind of exchange with my listeners. So don't be shy. I appreciate every voicemail and I do get back to everybody. If you're wondering where your voicemail response is, like I said, at the beginning of the show, I've got a little behind on everything, but I'm barreling through and here's some of them. Oh, the first one I want to do guys is one. So speaking of people that I 
go back and forth with and I've gotten to know over time. This is Matthew and he's in the UK and he's, I'm going to play his voicemail here. I told him I would shout him out because he's a cuck and he's interested in a cuckold relationship and he is having a hard time finding someone. So I said, hey, let me shout you out on the show. So here it is. Hello again, it's Matthew. Um, I don't know where to begin with this one. Um, <laughs> this last message was something I regretted sending almost immediately because I just thought it sound, it made me sound like some sort of wounded, uh, perpetually wounded incel who just who just can't can't get with a woman. But that really hasn't been the case historically at all. Um, as to well, God, there's, there's so much to respond to. I, once again, I just have to say thank you. My most sincere and heartfelt uh, gratitude to you for actually responding at all. I thought this particular message might be the straw that broke the camel's back and that you might think, oh, God, no, not this guy. Uh, this guy's trouble. But um, no, I mean, I'm, I'm not trouble. I'm not, I'm not interested in making anyone else's life a misery just because I'm currently suffering. As to the idea of... Um, uh, posting my, uh, um, sharing my fat life, um, profile. I, I'm, I'm game as, as, uh, as we say in England. Um, I don't know what I would do. What would I just tell you what it, what it is? I mean, it, it's, it's, it's gotta be worth a try. Um, my, um, my nickname on fat, on fat life is JPH 68. And I'm listed as living in London, greater London. JPH68, I'm a verified user, and after that it says 55 male slave. Um, yeah, that, those are my details. I would be, I would be sincerely and deeply honoured if you shared them. Um, as you say, it, it can't help, it can't, it can't hurt. Um, so yes, thank you so much. Um, I'd like to extend my most sincere thanks to you for responding as ever and wish you a very, very joyful 4th of July uh, to you and and all your family. Um, all the very best to you. Cheers. Bye-bye. All right, guys. So if you're in the UK and, or you have, I guess maybe, I don't even know if it has to be in the UK. Maybe you could do it long distance, but if you're interested in a cuckold relationship and you think Matthew sounds like a, he'd be a good cuck for you, you should reach out to him. He is a sweetheart and I have picked his brain about cuckolding and just various things. And he's been very helpful to me. So I give him my stamp of approval. <laughs> Never met him, but we talked a lot and I just think he's a sweetheart. So anybody looking for a cuck, uh, you know, reach out to Matthew. And thank you so much, Matthew, for always listening to the show and being so great about our voicemail exchange. Okay, here is my next voicemail. Let's give it a listen. I had a question for you. And when you meet, because it takes so much effort, um, you know, it takes so much time and energy uh, to meet people and, and find the people that are worth um, having uh, extended time with. Um, I meant to ask you, so of the people that that you've met and you've encountered and, and uh, things progress and then all of a sudden they kind of cool off. Uh, do you ever get these people that basically just won't let go? They won't catch the hint that is like, hey, it's not working. 
<laughs> or it's uh, it was great, it was nice while it lasted, but this is all that I'm really looking for, or that's or that's all that this all the the relationship energy rendezvous uh, ran its course. I'm just curious um, how much of that you run into, and how how you deal with that, how you're dealing with that if you do. I was just curious about that. I did have kind of an interesting story, uh, funny moment. In I decided to go. Uh, we had one day off, really, in between all these games and everything else that was going on, and I went down to to the beach and I turned the corner um, at the parking spot that that I had put the car in, and I literally, and I mean literally, ran into um, an ex uh, and someone who. Um, things ended well, but it was just kind of an interesting and uh, interesting moment, uh, kind of a funny moment, just because uh, at the time my life is so different now than it was before. Um, you know, where before I think the the process was uh, for me to be a little bit wilder, and now I'm a little bit more uh, controlled. I'm not gonna say subdued, but more controlled. I mean, subdued is if that situation calls for it, but um, much more under control in terms of that. And I'm just wondering if you've ever, after time, that's my second question, if you've ever, after some time off, you run into one of these individuals that you've had a moment with, or you've had a, a you know, a spell with, and you run into them out of the blue, um, and I'm just wondering, what was the first five minutes of the conversation? Um, how did it go? What did you, what it went through your head? Um, I kind of mini relived all of the relationship I had with this person, uh, and she was lovely. She still is lovely. So I'm just curious. Let me know what you think. I hope you have a great day, a great fourth, and I look forward to hearing from you again. I love hearing the sound of your voice. I, I You have a very nice voice as well. So I, I can't wait to hear from you. I hope you're having a great day. Enjoy the fourth. Be safe. Okay. ARJ. ARJ. This is ARJ. Do I get Klingons? Yeah, of course I get Klingons. I get all kinds of weird people. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm really putting it out there publicly. I mean, this is one of the things that's nice, uh, that still makes me feel good about maintaining my privacy and not being public facing is because there are some weirdos out there. And I have had some weirdos and some stalkers and just stuff like that over time. But most people are not like that. So for the few times that I have to deal with the Klingons, the good news about me, I guess, is that I'm very straightforward. And if you've listened to the show long enough, you know that I am a straight shooter. I don't mind just telling someone like it is. I'm pretty upfront. And when I feel like somebody's not listening or they didn't get the memo or they're veering off course or heading into a boundary that I'm not comfortable with, then I don't mind also telling them that. I'm very good about doing that in a nice way, but I'm direct. And then what happens if I run into an ex or someone that I've seen before? That hasn't actually happened. So I'm trying to imagine if I did. I mean, if I did, it wouldn't be a problem. I mean, most of the guys, with the exception of a few, I would not be unhappy about running into again and just, you know, saying hello. I feel like I've stayed, everything's been pretty kosher. You know, there haven't been any big dramas. I mean, there's been just, like I said, just a few stinkers and I pretty much 
told those guys to go to hell. So uh, <laughs> I'm not worried with a smile on my face, of course. <laughs> so my dad said, you can say anything you want with a smile on your face. I took that to heart. But anyway, I, yeah, no, I haven't, I ha that hasn't happened. It would be fun, actually. I would love it, you know, really, because like I said, most people, I, I keep, nothing ends poorly. Most of the guys, you know, like I said, with that, with that small, maybe one or two, I would welcome either running into or them reaching out just to say hello and see how I'm doing. And I really feel like I've been lucky with good people over the years. And so, yeah, but I love that you ran into your ex. I hope maybe something comes of that. Sounds like maybe it could. I don't know. It's, it's very fun to have a long history with someone and then be able to reconnect. So you'll have to keep me posted on that ARJ. Okay. Here is my next voicemail. This is from T. Here it is. Good morning, Layla. It's July 6th. Thank you very much for responding. I, I do appreciate that. That's very sweet of you to take the time to do that. Um, you know, I love listening to your regular podcast, but I so look forward to your Friday's private podcast because it's a little more, uh, risky, a little more, you know, um, it's a little more intimate, you know, it's a little, uh, which is nice. And like I said, I, I love hearing, I love hearing, you know, you, you talk about your experiences. It's so nice to have, uh, especially in this day and age, a woman who, you know, stands up for herself and knows what she wants, knows what she desires and goes for it, you know, and doesn't, you know, doesn't worry about what people think because who the hell cares what people think? You know, I mean, it doesn't matter. More plus one thing, at the end of the day, when you're by yourself, you look in the mirror, and if you can look at yourself in the eyes in the mirror, and just feel good about yourself. That's all that counts at the end of the day. You know, the only person you have to impress is yourself. And you have to be happy with yourself. So I do, I so appreciate you returning my, uh, my voicemail. Um, and, uh, no problem on the merchandise. I was just curious. I, I know back before I went to the private podcast, the regular podcast, you did mention it, uh, at one point. I understand. I mean, trepidation. It's, um, you know, I, uh, but I mean, I think you have a lot of loyal, um, private listeners. I mean, as long as it's, yeah, I mean, yeah, if it's not like, you know, in, in pink or, I mean, if it's in a basic color or color schemes or just, you know, something like that. Oh, yeah, I think, I think people will definitely, definitely be wear your merchandise. Um, and I did, I, I didn't see the bikini pick. I saw a lingerie pick though. And I saw a couple other picks. Um, you, you, Carry five ten very well. I mean, you you look you look fantastic from what I've seen um, through your um, small little pictures. Uh, don't worry about it. getting 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 a more professional. I like it when people. I mean, I like that. That that means you know that you know you're, you're not trying to impress. You're just being yourself and taking it. When you say, "Oh, you know what? I'm gonna take a picture of myself this time." And then you just, you just make it how you want to make it. You're not trying to, like, you know, make it for anybody else. So that's good. Um, so, again, I appreciate I appreciate you um, getting back to me. Um, other than that, I really don't have any other questions for you. 
just uh, yeah, just keep up the, the good, the good experiences, the good conversations, um, you know. And I'm sure me and a couple hundred thousand uh, other listeners, male listeners, are probably wondering, like, should I buy a plane ticket to Florida and move to Florida? <laughs> LOL. But that's good. Uh, so, um, again, thank you very much. I hope you had a good 4th of July. Uh, and, again, I look forward to your Friday's podcast. Um, I think that's everything. Um, and I tell you, I mean, you, you know, I, 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 um, I hope, I mean, I hope one day you show a little more, uh, you know, because, I mean, you are a beautiful woman. I mean, you have a beautiful body. And from, from and you have a beautiful face um, from the pictures you've shown. So, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, you flow it, flow what you got, you know what I mean? <laughs> Empower other women, you know, that, that's that's the main thing. So, thank you very much. So, I, I'm about to go into work. Um, have a great day, and thank you very much, and I will continue to listen. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, T. Yes, I am. I am pretty sexually adventurous. And I guess I don't care what other people think. I want to be fair about that. I mean, you know, I think I really did this smart by staying anonymous and not being public facing. It really does allow me to speak from the heart and be very honest and overshare and not worry about the judgment. I mean, obviously strangers do judge me and over the years, you know, I've had negative feedback and all that stuff, but for the most part, again, that's a small percentage. It's just, you know, it's mostly positive and, um, you know, but I've also hedged against the risk of in my private life, backlash for this. The people that matter and are closest to me know. And then, you know, the people that don't need to know, don't know. And then I don't have to worry about going anywhere and somebody recognizing me. I mean, it's a big place and I'm not saying that anybody would, but I just feel like I did the right thing. And so because of that, I don't care what people think. I structured it that way though. So I kind of don't want to, you know, I mean, I thank you for for giving me kudos, but I kind of want to, you know, also say I, there's other people that are probably braver than me because they're completely out of the closet and they have a sex podcast and they are public about it. They don't hide it. And you know, it's good. They enjoy it. And then also the merch. I know I just, uh, I can't, I don't know. I, I need to do some merch. I know. I mean, there's some cute little things I could do. I have some ideas I've always wanted to do it and then I just never get around to it. But, you know, maybe someone that can help me with merchandising will reach out to me at some point. If you can reach out, I definitely would need help with it. And I have some ideas on it, but I would love, you know, somebody that's super creative to chime in on that. And I'm so glad, T, that you like my pics for the private podcast. I know that's kind of fun that I use, you know, I put up pictures of myself as the episode art and yeah, it's nice. Again, you know, speaking of staying anonymous, I get a little spicy on the private podcast side, as you've already heard, T, and I do like to show sexy pictures and things like that. And um, it's fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for being a private podcast member and listening to the show. Okay.
Next voicemail. This is from G. Hi, Layla. This is from I can't believe how much I love you and I love your podcast. Um, I'm actually 53 years old and I'll be married 25 years um, on Tuesday, July, on Wednesday, July 12th. And just listening to your podcast has really made me think and just broadened my horizons, opened my mind, um, just shown me so many things that I want to pass on to my own daughter who's 18. And um, I just want to say that out of all your adventures, and thank you for taking me along with you, I love HK. And your last, I'm a member of the private podcast, and on your last private podcast, it really made me think that when he said to you, I love knowing that you're at my table. Like the way he said it was such a metaphor for life, meaning that like, I love knowing that I'm with you. Like he's so proud to, to be with you and to know you and how much respect and obvious love that he has for you. So it was just so beautiful. And I would just, I just made me really think like, I would love to have someone say, I'm so happy that you're at my table. And I think it's this whole podcast has made me think about my relationship, which I've been thinking about. And it's just basically, I don't even think, I mean, we haven't had sex in, I don't even know how many years. It, it must be maybe seven, maybe eight. I'm not sure. Um, it's just basically like we're trying to, we're just living together. And I have a 21 year old son and an 18 year old daughter. My daughter's leaving for August 15th. And um, we're flying her out there together um, and just getting her situated. But it's just been, it's just been, I just feel very lonely. And I guess right now I'm kind of living vicariously through you. But I don't know. You know, I have some decisions to make, but I do feel basically numb, numb inside. And that's what fascinated me about your whole show about the, well, the times that you've mentioned the O-Shot, because I'm just thinking like, what is that? And is it even available in New Jersey? <laughs> anyway, um, thank you so much, Layla, just for everything and for for just the conversation and everything that you're opening up for women. Um, and I just love you and wish you the absolute best. And I'm so excited for your journey and for HK and maybe Mr. Big. Um, they just sound like they're the loves of your life. Okay, so thank you so much. And I'm interested to hear more about the O-Shot. So hopefully you'll be doing a show on that. Thank you. Goodbye. G, thank you so much for this. Wow, you are married for 25 years. Holy smokes. Okay, I wanted to share this voicemail, G, because you hit my heart. Obviously, you heard that private podcast episode with HK and I. It was very personal, very revealing. I'm 
beyond, I mean, I'm just beyond, I don't know, lucky uh, to have someone like him in my life. And the way he loves and adores me, you're right. I mean, it's, it is something. And I was so, uh, I don't know, just like humble that I got to, you know, he was okay with me sharing that recording on the private podcast. And I know what you're saying when he said that, you know, he looked over and he sees me and he's like, I am proud that she's at my table, like that I am here with her, that she's by my side. I don't know how much more feminine and in my female sexiness that I could ever feel than when a man tells me that he is proud to have me by his side, like that I'm the woman that he wants to be with. And that when he, you know, looks over and sees me sitting and waiting at the table for him in a public place, and he knows that I'm here to see her, you know, like that's mine. I mean, uh, does it get any better than that? I don't know. Now, let's talk about you because you haven't had sex for seven or eight years and you've been married for 25 years. I wanted to put this on there because I think a lot of people feel like you do. They've been married for a long time and things have drifted and you know, they're basically in a roommate situation with their partner. And I have been in that circumstance at one point with someone and he wanted to get married. And I just honestly felt like sleeping next to him every night was the loneliest experience of my life because I knew that something was missing. I knew that we weren't connecting. Now, and this is someone that wanted to marry me and he was a good catch. And I just had this, like, it was so hard for me. All my friends loved him. My family loved him. I mean, and he was, a he is an amazing man to this day, like an amazing guy. But I knew that I would have that, carry that lonely feeling with me the whole entire time that I would always have to feel like there was something missing. And I feel for you so much. And I, you know, that you've said that you feel numb and I just want to encourage you to be a hundred percent honest with your partner and sit down and have a talk. And I don't know why, you know, at some point you guys loved each other and hopefully were very passionate about each other. If that was never there, maybe it is time to reevaluate things. And, you know, maybe it's a smart time for a break, you know, or a chapter, a second new chapter in your life. I don't know, but it's also a good time if you want to reach out to him and, you know, maybe you share this podcast. Maybe you, you say, you know, I've been coming across and I've been, what do you think about this? This really made me horny and I'm, I want to rekindle things and I want our sex life to be spicy and let's work on it. You know, I mean, why not? I'm always a sucker for, if you can, if you can stay together and, and, but you'll know, you only, you know, when it's right and to part ways. And, you know, I would never take 
divorce lightly or suggesting divorce lightly to someone. It's a huge decision. But if the things, the components about that, you know, marriage is a legal contract. There's the legality part, which I think that's what keeps most people there. It's the legality because the emotional portion of the marriage died a long time ago. And so, you know, you either want to try to put that back together or you know you just married the wrong person. And there's another chapter that you can go out and experience. I don't know what that right answer is for you. Only you know. But I think you probably already know in your heart. And you can absolutely turn this around, whether it's through staying together and working on it or charting a different course, but you don't have to feel numb and you don't have to feel lonely. You can absolutely change your circumstance. So I encourage that. I'm happy that you love hearing my stories. And gee, you got to stop wasting the pretty girl. Okay. Have you heard me say that? Like seven or eight years is way too long. You need to get laid, honey. I mean, seriously. And yes, get an O-shot girl. It, oh my gosh. (laughs) They last about a year, I guess, a year or two years, something like that. Yeah, a year or two years. It's incredible. It's ridiculous, the sensitivity. I mean, I feel like a like a teenage boy who can't control it. Like who has to just come so fast, like, like a two pump chump. (laughs) I mean, I get two pumped and I'm a chump. I mean, seriously, like that's how sensitive my clit and my G spot are. It's, it's, I love it. It's fantastic. I absolutely love it. I recommend it to all women and they even have P spot shots too. It's the same thing, guys. It's uh, do your research. And yes, Yes, G, they have them in all states. There, it's it, you go to your gynecologist for it. Just Google, you know, O-shot near me, you know, and you'll get some great doctors. I am supposed to get my doctor on. She, you know, as you can imagine, she's very busy, and we've had summer. I've had summer break. She's b- had summer vacation, so now I think we're going to finally get her on the show. But I hope that you know when that comes out, you give that a listen too. So thank you so much, G, for you know, listening, being a listener. I appreciate you and please keep in touch. Okay. Next voicemail. Oh, another sexy woman. Okay. This is Jay. Here is Jay. Hi, Layla. I'm from Argentina. I'm sending you this message because I thought you would appreciate an international listener. Um, I recently found your podcast and I'm really enjoying it. I think it's great what you do um, and how you share your adventures with the world. Um, I'm a 30 year old, very sexual woman, but it's hard for me to find interest in people I don't have a bond with. I mean, dating apps are not for me. So whenever I'm not in a committed relationship, which is the case right now, uh, I've been single for the past three years. Um, I find myself going through this long periods of not having sex at all 
because like I said, I don't feel comfortable with dating apps and just like, like I need some kind of connection with the other person to want to have sex with them. So that's what I'm going through right now. But like I said, I'm a very sexual woman. I've even done some sex work in the past, which is crazy even for me to say. I've been exploring that side of me. It was great. I really enjoyed it. I met some amazing girls who are way more into this world, uh, this sex work world. Um, but it was, a, like I said, it was a great experience. So whatever, I don't know. Like I said, I'm sending you this message because I thought you would appreciate someone uh, listening to your podcast from South America. Uh, so keep on the great work. Um, and I hope you have a lovely day. Bye. Okay. Hola. Hola, Jay. Mucho gusto. Thank you for listening. I am. Yes. I, I, I love a hot, sexy Argentinian woman. Ooh, you're spicy. I always say that if I was reborn, I would definitely be Latina. I mean, I might have lived another life as a Latina woman. I am so spicy and fiery and I just let it rip and I'm bossy and I have all these and I'm sexy. I, I do. I feel very Latin in my roots. How about this? I identify as Latin. I don't think I have any Latin blood, but I could convince you otherwise. Anyway, I wanted to comment on your celibacy period and the dating apps and all of that stuff, and you're needing a connection. Listen, I get it. There's been times during this journey where I can totally just be in the shallow end of the pool, the kitty end of the pool, as I like to say. I don't need a connection. I need a hard dick. Let me jump on it. Can you make me orgasm? Are you good in bed? Are you tall? Are you sexy? Do my eyeballs like what they're seeing? And then it's like, yes, it's on. And it's very shallow, I will say. And then, you know, there were times where I kind of started like that in the beginning, not intentionally, but I just wanted to have a lot of fun and I didn't want to get attached. Okay. As I went along, I realized this is ridiculous. I can't control my feelings like that. I mean, you bond with people sometimes and sometimes you fucking fall in love with them. And then sometimes you get your heart broken. That's life. I stopped trying to keep my finger on that and just said, fuck it. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I want to get out there. I want to have uh, fun. I want to explore sexually. I want to see what's coming up for me and trying to prevent there being any feelings or this, that, and the other. Over time, I found that, you know, it's just not something you can really control. We can do our best. You can put some rules in place that I had that were very effective for staving off this kind of stuff. But, you know, someone will get through the cracks <laughs> and that's okay. So I'm with you. I need a connection to have sex. It is a little difficult on the dating apps because a lot of it's very impersonal or can be. But if you read people's profiles, you can tell the people that are looking for more of a connection. And they say that. And I'll tell you, I really, that's why I really like the field app. I feel like it's of all the hookup apps out there, it's the least shallow. It's going to have the shallow people. And I don't mean that 
in a bad way. That's just what they're looking for. They don't want any emotional bonds, bonding. And then you'll have the people like me that are like, hey, I'm just live and let live. I don't know what's going to happen. I want good sex. I want, you know, I'm looking for someone who wants to have fun. And then, you know, let's see what happens. And so it doesn't mean I'm, I'm not intentional. Like I'm looking for a long-term partner, all that, you know, no, I, I don't have my sights set on that, but I have some obvious, I got a lot going on in the primary partner department right now. I got to figure out what I'm going to do about that. Really? You, and you've done sex work in the past, which is like, that's so great. So I think, listen, this is manageable. Okay. We want to get you, you know, if you want to get out there and explore and break that three years of celibacy, three and a half is right around the corner. And then you're going to be pacing with me, but stop wasting the pretty girl. I'm going to tell you this, stop wasting the pretty and, you know, get out there and, you know, you can find someone that wants to connect on a personal and deeper level. It's absolutely doable. Those people have their profiles out there. They openly say it. They, you know, there's no, the two aren't counterintuitive. You know, they don't, one doesn't exclude the other. You can find people on these apps that are looking for a connection, that that's important to them. They want to get to know you first. It's not like this wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. So it's out there, Jay. Go out and find it. Thank you so much for uh, your voicemail and thank you for listening to the show and keep me posted. You definitely, definitely want to know what's going on with you. Okay. Last voicemail. This is L. Let's give this a listen. Hello, Layla. This is I called you June of last summer once and uh, I called in saying that I knew of a lot of women that identified as somewhat of a size queen kind of a size queen that they kind of hedged a little bit, especially in the big deal collecting communities. Uh, and also I mentioned things about how I had been in threesomes as an extra guy. And, and um, you called me back um, asking about the apps that I use. Back then it was Adult Friend Finder and Swing Lifestyle. Uh, I didn't call you back and mention Field, but that's what I was going to say. And I'm glad to see you went over to Field. Um I was a little disappointed you wouldn't even take on any little bit of identifying as a size queen. But just recently on Kathy's podcast, I was pretty thrilled to hear you say that you think in there there's a little bit of a size queen. So uh, on that topic, though, uh, I went back and listened to all your episodes up to Eric Everhard. And then since then, I've picked some new public episodes here and there. I've been uh, on the private, listen to the private podcast for a year. And uh, the recent one about the big dildo masturbation on uh, that was super hot. And I was like, oh, I got to call her again. And especially then you started talking about the doctor that was well endowed and hoping that uh, Golden Retriever would be hung. Um, all of that anyway, big, big excitement. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little bit of a cut. I mentioned that on my first call. Uh, also, want to say there are some low maintenance cucks out there. Maybe not not a, not too many of them are, but uh, some of us are kind of low maintenance cucks. <laughs> you don't have to do a ton of work for them. Don't have to keep them in a cage and all that jazz. But uh, I do think you should stick with non-monogamy if possible. I hear you teetering on that edge, and I get it. Uh, but goodness. Not only just for, my, for our fetish fulfillment, but I, I think you're well suited to it. So probably something that's uh, 
more like hot wiring or cuddling or poly light, where you very much have a primary. I know you're not so much into all the egalitarian stuff. I get it. Let's see what else. Oh, listen back to older episodes. Uh, someone had even asked about D size. I was thinking, wow, he said the quiet part out loud. <laughs> but of course, we're curious, and you've you've mentioned that he's about similar to your big dildo and and girth, I suppose. Which, if you mention the girth of that big dildo, at some point would be exciting. <laughs> but I get it. I've always been curious if you went bare with D and experienced in bear. Uh, I hope you did. But uh, I was really thrilled lately to hear you mention on the private podcast about being come in. When you're talking about possibilities with golden retriever, and I was turning you on and all that, I was like, wow. I know you mostly use condoms, uh, but goodness, like, bear with a brand new partner is a major rush. But I get it, though. I understand. Um, about the recent strap-on stuff with you imagining fucking a woman that's super hot i heard of a british woman on a podcast that said that she experienced that a lot uh you know imagining what it would feel like to have a dick although she's not trans uh she's in a relationship with a guy but she wanted to mostly fuck women but sometimes imagine what it would feel like to fuck a guy uh she referred to it as autoandrophilia not that you need to but uh that was a term that some time years many years back was used maybe for trans people but the trans community has pushed that off but it still fits like for <laughs> just the genital part uh and really getting off on that you know if it stays for a long time i get it you probably don't want to associate with aphilia but it's auto you do see yourself having it uh oh your episodes lately have been super hot i've listened to the clitorid book uh on audio it's great to hear her on your podcast the black guy that's now occurred sort of all that stuff uh just super hot you've the, the recent ones i'm glad i looked to see what the newest ones were since i'm typically only a private podcast listener but uh i'm about to get my ass on field again it's been six years okay cupid you can look for hot wife compatible partners and buck holding on there and fat life fat life groups and lunches i'm running out of time anyway i should call you back again sometime later I am so glad you heard me on Kathy's show. That is Strictly Anonymous. For those of you that don't know, uh, love Kathy Kay from Strictly Anonymous. Love me some Kathy Kay. She has an excellent show and we have become friends and we will pop onto each other's shows every once in a while. But definitely thank you so much for hearing me there and coming on over here and listening to my show. Now, the size queen thing. Let's see. I guess I'm a moderate size queen. It's not to some, see, the thing is, the reason I don't consider myself a size queen is because I consider size queens women that just absolutely will not fuck a guy with an average size cock. I am equal opportunity. I even fucked a guy with a micro penis and I wish he would have told me because it was a little surprising, but it did. I mean, I didn't jump up and run away. I was like, well, let's see, you know, let's, Let's see what we can do with this. If you get blood flow, I'm just happy about that. If you get blood flow and your dick gets hard, I have a purpose for that. <laughs> I know how to use a good hard dick. And I'm not so much, you know, into the size. But but I will say at the same time, there is an absolute 
Uh, amazing feeling when a guy has a huge cock and you're filled up and you're like, <gasps> it just makes you, it takes your breath away. And when a guy has a, a big cock and he fucks you well with it, oh my God, there's nothing better. Now there's guys that have big cocks that don't know how to use them, but yeah, I mean like D you're talking, you were talking about, you're referencing D. Uh, he, I did go bear with D by the way. Thank you for asking. Nobody's ever asked me that. Oh yeah. I fucked that guy. Silly. Yeah. But we were, you know, that was a time where, you know, I was mostly seeing him. There was other guys I was seeing, but not so much. And so basically the way it'll kind of go is if I have someone that's more of a primary that I'll fuck without a condom, let's say, then I'm making other guys wear condoms. I am sensitive to the fact that I do not want to expose anybody to any kind of anything yucky. And there's always open, honest dialogue. And I'm big on that. And you have to disclose and do not lie about this stuff. Respect everybody's wishes and boundaries. And sex is consensual. And if you withhold a detail, like how many other partners you have, who you're fucking without protection, what your personal circumstances, you misrepresent yourself. You say you're single when you're not, you know, shit like that. It's like, grow the fuck up. We're adults. So if you can't be open and honest, maybe you shouldn't be sticking your dick or putting your vagina out there, you know, to be, have dicks stick stuck into it. You know, if you can't be honest, it's like, come on, we're all adults. And the thing is, most people don't care. I've never had anybody say, okay, I'm not going to fuck you if you're fucking other guys. Not once. Over time, when you start getting into, when things get more serious, that can change because the sentiment changes. But everybody's been honest with each other the whole way through. And that's just important. And when you, you know, when you lie to somebody about your circumstance in any way, again, you're taking away their right to make an informed consensual decision about whether or not they want you to stick their dick in them or they want to put their dick in your vagina or your asshole or your mouth or whatever. So let's be honest about this stuff. And interesting that you say, Elle, that you're a low maintenance cuck. I love that. <laughs> I don't know, are cucks high maintenance? I might've commented on the fact that I feel like when I'm in the dominant role, it's a lot of work. You know, and I, I don't mean that from a bad point of view. It's just that I, you know, like for me, you know, as I'm with Nico and doming him and things like that, I, I put a lot of thought into it. And maybe that's because, you know, when I had a dominant, I felt like he put a lot of thought into it. And so I sort of mimicked that style because I appreciated being on the receiving end of that. And so I definitely kind of that's my style where I really want to get to know somebody. I want to understand them. I want to know, you know, how deep they want to go with this, their kinks and how I can give them what they want, but also what they need and what I think they need and help, help them explore boundaries and push a few boundaries, not in a non-consensual way, of course, but just if there's a boundary, get right on that edge and just see, you know, as long as they're comfortable moving forward with it, I will. It's just all kinds of things, but I like the female-led stuff. I just probably, you know, no, not probably. I know that while I get to explore all this stuff, I know what I'm rooted in. And I'm rooted in a dominant man. It's just, it's really where my heart and lies. And 
that's just, you know, but I, I know that now from doing all this stuff and I still get to, you know, I still get to do it. Now on the hot wifing subject, now if I'm with Mr. Big, I mean, definitely I'll be a hot wife. Now, HK, you know, we're still struggling through this. Uh, could he put up with the non-monogamy? And you, know, my gut says no. But we're still working through that. <laughs> we're still working through that. And I, he, you never know. He may give me an ultimatum. And I may be like, well, I don't know what I would do, honestly, if he gave me an ultimatum. I think when you love someone and you don't want to lose them, I'll try to negotiate to the hilt on that, you know, like on getting, having some kind of an open door or something like that. But, you know, I mean, if he put his foot down and said, I'm, we got to be non-monogamous or I'm out of here. I'd have to really, really think on that. It would be sad. Honestly, that would be, that would be sad. I don't know that I'd, I don't know that there would be, it would be a tough, tough decision, you know, to not be able to do all this stuff. But you know, I don't know. We'll see. You just never know what I'm going to do and what's going to happen. But thank you for listening to the private podcast. I hope you, since you said you mostly listen to the private podcast, I hope you hear this response and it gets you listening to the public podcast. We got good stuff going on over here too. Although I know the private podcast is very spicy. I really love it. It's just, I feel more comfortable over there to really get into the naughty, nasty stuff. And I don't know, I just feel like less exposed, I guess. But it's like I'm talking to friends. And so I feel very safe to go go into very revealing things and share audio that's spicy and pictures that are spicy and all that fun stuff. So thank you so much for supporting that. All right, everyone, this went a little longer than I thought, but I wanted to get through this. You guys are fantastic listeners. I love you so much. I really, really do. That is not lip service. I could have shut this down a long time ago, but I really continue to do this because of these great responses. And, you know, every time someone says, I love listening to your show, you're really helping me. You've changed my view on this, or I've been exploring because of you. Or, you know, my relationship with my partner has gotten so much hotter and that you're using my show to motivate you to make your bond and your, and the sex better with your primary partner. Like that, that makes me feel so good. I absolutely love it. And that is the reason that I continue to do this. I don't need to share this stuff with anybody anymore, but I want to, and I, I love that you guys like listening. So thank you so much. Love you guys. Don't be shy. Always reach out. I'm easy to talk to and I love talking to you. If you've been waiting on a voicemail return or a email, guys, be patient. I'm getting through them. I'm digging my way out after my kind of month-long hiatus. Uh, and um, I'm excited for the fall. I've got some fun stuff coming up on the horizon. So stay tuned. All right, everyone. Voicemail is easy to do. Go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com. Click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. Let it rip. You got five minutes. I get back to everybody personally. And email easy to do. Just curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com. Or go to my website and then click on contact me. 
Just always love the feedback. Everyone stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.